Hello, everybody. Hello. Jay and Dave here from uh, Monterey Wealth, Stacks of Cash podcast, coming at you with something that's a little bit unique to the financial world, Dave. Um, You know, we we thought that, uh, I guess actually you could say we have a complex, right? I mean, financial people tend to get kind of a bad rap as being, you know, boring, nerdy, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, listen to some of the topics we cover. Yeah, I mean, you, exactly. You, you decide. So what we decided to do was to do something a little bit fun this time. Uh, we we both really like to eat and to talk about food and to grill. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff going on out there in the world of grilling. I mean, it's coming fast and furious. There's lots of different things. You know, in the old days, it was, it, I guess it was a charcoal grill. Charcoal then, then grill. You, then you had a cast grill. Mm-hmm. And you had this long stretch of really not a lot of innovation. But but there was this company in Atlanta called Big Green Egg. And the founder had been introduced to a, a cooking style that has thousands of years, thousands of, years of tradition uh, called Kamado-style grills. And this goes back to, I want to say, China. And... Uh, a Kamado style grill is what people now know as a big green egg. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is I'm glad we're discussing this because I have no idea about like, I know what it looks like and I know what a gr- big green egg is, but I don't know what that style of cooking. Does. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it was I mean, a, a basic no technology idea. of, you know, you use a real charcoal and a ceramic thing, which is, has really well insulated. So properties. it's ceramic. It's ceramic and, and, okay. and, 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 or whatever material. And, and the air comes through the bottom and goes through the chimney, and you get this airflow. And because of the material they used, it, it, it retained lots of moisture, and you could really regulate the temperature really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so I bought a uh, big green egg. I, I wouldn't say I was at the beginning of the curve, but I was definitely early on. I mean, I've owned one for probably 12, 13 years. And so we're sitting here in the office one day. I've got a bunch of friends with different, you know, cooking devices and all this. And and, and 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 out of the left field comes this thing called a pellet smoker. Right. And uh, we thought there might be some listeners that'd be interested in our take on why one versus the other and why one's better than another. And what really precipitated it for us was, Dave, is you, you recently bought a home. I did. And you were thinking about buying... I want to say a Blackstone, right? Yeah, and I still think I might get a Blackstone, which Same. if you don't know what a Blackstone is, it's basically just a big griddle. It's a griddle, right? It's so griddle. we're going to get, we'll we're not probably going to talk a lot about the Blackstone, but we are going to talk about the pellet grill. So you're there, you're thinking, you know, Blackstone, and, and what, I'm at your house and I'm like, Dave. Yeah. So Dave. this is the tale of two different people. So um, Jay kind of forced me to get a pellet grill. I did. Uh, I wasn't going to do it. Um, and so, yes, we, Jay, okay, Jay is an excellent, excellent cook. You're probably as good as a cook you're going to find out there. Uh, so that's a compliment. Thank you. Um, but his skills in grilling are very well versed and he just, he can navigate his way around a big green egg. No problem. I, on the other hand, I like to eat. You mentioned that I do love to eat and I have a very nice palate, I think. You do. But I'd really, I mean, I could live or with, live without grilling. I'll be quite honest with you. So you're the, you're the expert, and I am, I guess, the new jack to grilling. Okay? And I don't have a passion for it. So I have the pellet grill because you told me to get it. And that thing, I love it because you can't mess it up. You cannot mess it up. It's hooked to the Wi-Fi. It, 
Jay, explain what's going on behind the scenes with a pellet grill. <laughs> okay. Grow. All right. So for, for the uh, dumb if, people if, like if we me. haven't if we haven't lost you yet, it, you know, it's only the people that like to really grill and this sort of stuff's interesting. <clears throat> uh, the pellet grill is an invention that took basically compressed sawdust. Mm -hmm. They made it into pellets. Mm -hmm. And what they did was you put these pellets in a box that's attached to the side of a grill. And that box at the very bottom has a thing that's called an auger. It looks like a great big screw. It's attached to a motor, and it turns very slowly. And what it does is it places these pellets onto a heating element. And that heating element turns those pellets into smoke. Yeah. And you can dial in the temperature exactly, and that will let the speed of the auger go at a, at a rate that's consistent with whatever temperature you're trying to get it to. So you end up with an extremely consistent uh, temperature, number one, yeah. and it enables you to smoke indirectly, meaning that the smoke is literally coming from not direct source to to where the meat is. Yeah, and, it's and all around it. It's, coming it's all around it. Whereas with the egg to create smoke, you put what's called a place setter on top of the charcoals. Mm -hmm. And the place setter actually gets hot, but there's little slats on the side and it allows the smoke to come up around the edges. And so while it's useful as a smoker and you can smoke things really good and the temperature can be consistent... It can run hot, whereas a pellet grill doesn't run as hot. Yeah, you got to be paying attention to what's going on if you have a green egg. With a green egg, there's yeah. no doubt. And so, uh, is, but I will tell you. So I had people over, and I was a little nervous about doing it, but I made some pulled pork. It takes about eight to nine hours to do on the pellet grill. I set that thing to two fifty, and what's great about it is you, like you mentioned, you set the temperature you want of the grill, the pellet grill. And it comes with a th thermometer that is hooked up to the uh, pellet grill. So you can set your temperature of your grill. You can set your temperature of your uh, thermometer. And so it will alarm you on your phone because it has Wi-Fi. <laughs> wow, <laughs> And it's so on cool. my app. <laughs> and so if I set these, it is I call it idiot-proof because, it. I mean, if the meat's the right temperature and it was cooked in the right temperature over that course of time you cannot mess it up and this pulled pork turned out so damn well i was shocked i was shocked that i made it, it tastes like i went to a restaurant and i didn't even get any dave yeah i'm sorry i'm gonna do it again see see that's why i waited till i was done to really i i was nervous about it man yeah i, mean, I hear you outside of like doing salmon or something i just ugh. There's a nervous. lot. There's a lot going on in the in the pellet grill arena these days. A buddy of mine bought one. He had an ag also, and he got one called. It's called a Rec Tech. You got a Traeger, right? I got a Traeger. Yeah. Okay. So the Traegers you can find them at Home Depot, Ace Hardware's. Rec Tech is one that's built down in Augusta, mm -hmm. and you know it's it's you know there's lots of different flavors out there. Generally, they all work the same. My buddy got a Rec Tech, and he just did a brisket the other day. Yep. Sent me a picture of it, and he said exactly what you said. It is so incredibly easy. Yeah. You put it on the grill, set the temp, walk away, and a lot of people do this stuff overnight when they do a smoker, and if you're doing it with an egg, you don't get a great night's sleep because you're still kind of wondering about, is the temperature going to be okay, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. 
But but people that have pellet grills, man, they say they sleep like a baby when they're smoking well, overnight. Well, you know what's cool about it? Two things. So I have a Traeger, as you mentioned. Uh, again, we're financial advisors. I don't think either of us own stock in either of these companies. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. Really, they're private. Disclosing that. They're private. Yeah. This is just for the love of cooking, I guess. I was at a birthday party when my pulled pork was ending, and I can turn the grill off because I got an alert on my phone said <laughs> the meat is done at the right temperature Get it's out. still at the right temperature and so I turned off my grill from the birthday party which was like 20 minutes away so that wow. was cool another thing I really love about it is and this is smart marketing for them on the app they have all these different recipes you know salmon ribs whatever you want to make queso queso on a Dutch queso. oven is awesome yes Okay, you can put that, and when you look at the recipe, all you have to do is there's a button at the bottom that says make it, and you click it, it sets, heats your grill up to the right temperature and sets your thermometer to what it needs to be. And so you can literally just be browsing on your phone, get the grill all fired up, and just put whatever you're cooking on the grill, and it'll make it. What a what an amazing, amazing, amazing Yeah, th- this is why I love it. Yeah, I mean, so so... You know, as a as a as a smoking purist, and and I don't really know if I'd call it a purist. It's just I, you know, I got the egg before the pellet grill came out. You're a purist. The pellet, I am. The You're pellet grill is is on my list of to dos for sure. Um, I want to I want to mention one quick thing. You know, we're coming up on the holiday season, and something we've done for a real long time in our house. We fry turkeys, mm-hmm. and and many years ago, I started smoking a brisket, which which was we would add that in with our fried turkey and. I'd smoke a brisket, and when you look, when you get a Packer Cut brisket, Dave, there's a, the Packer Cut's got two pieces. It's got the flat, and it's got the, the point, which is the really fatty part. Yeah. So I'll smoke the brisket. When it's done, I take it off. I take the point off because it's it's fatty, and then I wrap that in butcher paper, put it back on the egg, and let it go another five, six hours. What that does is it renders out most of the fat. So it just burns the fat off. Yeah, it kind of render, yeah, burns it off. It okay. renders it out. Okay. So after about five, six hours, it renders it all out. And then I take it and I'll pull it, like pulled pork. Get it, get rid of the whatever remaining gristle or whatever's in there. Chop that up. And then I make a breakfast brisket sandwich. What we do is we grill a English muffin, mm. uh, fried egg, a little bit of the beef, put that on with American cheese, wrap it up in foil so it steams a minute, and we call them a bre- breakfast brisket sandwiches i made three dozen of them last year at thanksgiving morning and i didn't get any of them you got none you know what but i can't imagine on a pellet grill what that'd be like oh yeah and so that's what i want to do because i think next year we're going to start hosting uh my wife's family for thanksgiving nice and i want to do that too because you can feed a ton of people with the the i mean brisket breakfast sandwiches i mean come on yeah it's a great way to get things going you need a strong base for those holidays. Yeah, you know, we usually start off with a Bloody Mary or two, then we make, get yeah. a bourbon, and then the day it's just a great sort of base. unfolds. It's so a it's, great it's, base. it's a way to go. But but listen, we, we wanted to have a little bit of fun. You know, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, financial stuff. The markets are crazy. The economy's crazy. Wanted to leave you with a couple just, you know, food for thought ideas Ooh, on, yeah. on on uh, the Komodo-type uh, grill versus the pellet grill. If you have questions on that or, or you'd like additional information, we love talking about this stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's a great way to be creative. Mm-hmm. And and the biggest thing that I would say about whether you do one versus another is, A, don't be afraid. B, be willing to ex- experiment. And, and, and you really can make it something that's fun and entertaining. Yeah. 
uh, and and you also make your family happy at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. My wife was very happy with the pulled pork. I'm sure she is. Yeah, Dave, she any was. parting thoughts at all? No, I mean, listen, it's so easy. I can do it. That's really uh, on the pellet side. I'm very happy with it. Still want to do that Blackstone, but um, yeah, I'm a happy customer right now. Awesome. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. As always, please feel free to share stacks of cash with your friends, your family, your coworkers. And if you ever have any questions, financial related or otherwise, always feel free to reach out to us. Have a great day. The information in our podcast are the opinions and viewpoints of the moderators and guests only. For information and disclosures regarding Monterey Wealth and its professionals, please go to www.montereywealth.com and select the firm disclosures link under the about tab.